0: السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين خيدنا وحبيبنا ومتاعنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم قال تعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وننزل من القرآن ما هو الشفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين وقال تعالى إنا نحن نزلنا الذكر وإنا له لحافظون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ذاك شعبان يغفل الناس فيه وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم روى النسائي ربي اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي يا ربي صلى وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلط كلهم Respected علما كرام Respected elders, beloved brothers Allah has blessed us In this that we are approaching the month of Ramadan but whether we will be, whether will we be around, above the earth or beneath the earth, Allah alone knows. As we heard this morning in the Fajr prayer, in the first raka'ah, we hear alif lam mim sajda. Now this is so interesting in Allah's Kalam. This is chapter thirty-two, chapter thirty-two in the Kalam of Allah Azza wa Jann. Alif lam mim sajda. Look how beautiful is Allah's Kalam. Every chapter synchronizes with the next. So chapter 32 is actually an explanation of surah Luqman, which is the chapter before that. So the end of surah Luqman, and we are in South Africa, we have our local community. Luqman, Hakim, preferably ulama say, was an African man. Something else we should also remember, there was an African individual that spent more time with our beloved sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam than any other human in history we should keep her name in mind baraka ummu ayman radiyallahu anha so the last few verses of surah luqman one is the discussion of water fa itha ghashiyahum mawjun kalzuli da'u allaha mukhlisin lahu alama alusi rahimahullah brings underneath this verse the discussion of the islam of hazrat Ikrimah. we had now in newcastle allah's system allah's will allah knocking at our doors reminding us about him showing us his greatness in the water here Allah shows when there's water all around, then man wants to turn to Allah. Then comes a discussion of the five aspects of the unseen in surah Luqman. Alif Lam meem sajda is actually an explanation of these five aspects of the un- un- unseen. For example, death. No soul knows where shall he die. So actually... In the next chapter, Alif Lamim Mim that we heard this morning, قُلْ يَتَوَفَاكُمْ Tell them, O oh my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Malakul Maut will come and take you in full. Now, how ambiguous is death? Allah doesn't even refer to Malakul Maut by name. His name, according to some scholars, is Israel. But Allah doesn't name him. Because his name also we're not even sure of. The time of death, the place of death, the manner in which we're gonna die, and the angel who is coming, coming to extract our soul, we don't even know who he is exactly. What's his name? Yet our faqum malakul bikum. So how amazing is the kalâm of Allah Azza wa Jalla? So this was our request that the month of Sha'ban is in. Our elders explain so beautifully. We can't wait for Ramadan to change and connect to Quran and love to hear Quran and become better and do more for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Our buzurgan Deen say we travelling on the highway there's three lanes we got 3 kilometers left to take the left turn off it's really unwise to remain on our same track and right on the spur of the moment to try and take that bend we will be destroyed it's an impossibility the wise thing is to come onto the correct track slowly beforehand and then we take the turn easily this is why allah has blessed us with shaban the beloved of Allah wasallam, was asked, O oh, Nabi of Allah, you do so much in Sha'ban, fasting and ibadah. Allah's Nabi said, this is a month between Rajab and Ramadan. People generally neglect this month. So request number one, the quran e kareem is not only to be heard, but the quran e kareem is to be loved. The quran e kareem is to be sought after. What does that mean? We heard our ulama recite in Fajr or in the Jumu'ah or in any of the prayers, so beautifully. If it didn't intrigue me, what is my Allah saying? What does this chapter discuss? If this doesn't cross my mind, and there's no yearning, desire, and burn inside me to know, there's something wrong with me. Quran is to be sought after. This is Allah's kalam. This is perfect. The previous books, Allah gave it to the nations. Allah gave them. Take care of this book. And they changed it according to their whims and fancies. But Kalamullah, this is Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's miracle that's still with us. Allah preserves it. So we have to want to know. So Surah Fatiha, seven verses. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in the Torah and the Injil and the Zabur and the Quran, there's no chapter like Al-Fatiha. We're reading Al-Fatiha repeatedly every day. What is my Allah saying? We're praising Allah. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> Rabbil Alameen. All praise. This Al is all-encompassing. Praise and total praise. And all encapsulating praise is only for Allah. <laughs> Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, If Allah gives you the whole world, الدنيا بِحَذَافِرِهَا And then you just said, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. That one Alhamdulillah is more valuable than the whole dunya that that we have. Just that one Alhamdulillah. And Allah is teaching us something very important. Allah is showing us that, Oh my banda, you don't even know how to praise me. Let me teach you how to praise me. From the onset, Allah is teaching us how to praise Allah. Something interesting about Allah's kalam. Throughout the Quran, every quarter of the Quran, starts with Alhamdulillah. The first Alhamdulillah is Fatiha. The second quarter of the Qur'an is Surah An'am, Alhamdulillah. The third quarter of the Qur'an is what we read today. And Subhanallah, Alama Alusi Rahimahullah says, we should read it repeatedly on a Friday. Allah will protect us from all the fitnah of Dajjal. This is Al-Kahf. Al-Kahf is Alhamdulillah. Before Al-Kahf is Isra, the Mi'raj, journey of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Subhanallah, and Alhamdulillah. So Alhamdulillah, the third quarter of the Qur'an. The fourth quarter is Sabah and Fatir. So throughout the quran kareem every quarter of the Qur'an starts with Allah's praise. So Alhamdulillah, Rabbil the Lord of the entire universe, praising Allah. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Most kind, most compassionate, most merciful. Even mercy is such a translation that can never encapsulate Allah's Phenomenal kindness and love beyond billions of mothers. Billions of times more than the mother's love is Allah's love. Ar-Rahman is raheem. Malik, Allah is the owner. Malik, Allah is the king. Not only the owner, but the king also. Insan, some, sometimes he rules the lands, but he doesn't own everything. Sometimes he owns, but he's not the ruler. Allah is everything. Malik and Malik. So first we praise Allah. Then we show our loyalty to Allah. And what's phenomenal about this chapter is after each ayah Allah is responding. Allah is responding. My Banda is praising me. My servant is glorifying me. My servant praises me. Atna Abadi. Hamidani Abadi Abadi. Then there's a verse. That Allah shares with His banda out of mercy, wherein the mu'min prays to Allah and says, إِيَّاكَ Allah, You alone, Thee alone, Thee alone do we worship, نَعْبُدُ, and Thine help, Allah, Only Your help. Now, in Arabic, this is so beautiful when the sequence of the verse changes, the sequence of the sentence. One is نَعْبُدُكُ, We worship You. But the whole sequence is changed. Ma You alone Allah. We show loyalty to none other but thee. Then Allah says, Ask me what you want. Ask me what you want. So Allah teaches us what to ask you. The greatest need. Ihdina. Oh Allah. And Allah teaches us kindness and compassion in our dua from Al-Fatiha. Not only me. Ihdina, all of us, every Muslim, give us more hidayat. Even Rasulullah ﷺ was asking Allah the same dua, and He had the highest level of hidayat because there's levels of hidayat. So we're asking Allah to take us through the levels of hidayat, but not we're not we're not only prioritizing ourselves, but care for every human being. Muslim, Allah give us more hidayat. Non-Muslim. Allah bring them to hidayat also. Ihdina all of us. Because they are all the ummatis of Muhammad Rasulullah Wasallam. What's al-Baqarah? When was al-Baqarah revealed? Think for a second. The sequence of the Qur'an is not what we see in front of us. This was a sequence, not, not, not of revelation. This sequence Allah commanded Rasulullah Wasallam to place the Qur'an in this sequence. This was not the sequence of revelation. This is Allah's kalam. Iqra' was, resa- was revealed first. The preferred view. Qalam was revealed second. Qalam because Rasulullah s.a.w. was inviting and they were referring to him as insane, majnoon So Allah gives him solace. You don't worry. You carry on. They calling you majnoon insane. You don't take effect from them. You carry on telling them about your Allah. Third chapter to be revealed, Muzzammil. Our Nabi s.a.w. was wrapped up in a shawl in worry. How will I reach the world? I, one man, to reach the whole wide world till Qiyamah. Allah says to him, O oh my Nabi, you wrapped up in a shawl in concern. And the other meaning of muzzamil is from the word zamila. O oh my Nabi wasallam, you are overburdened. Your task is mammoth. Don't worry. You prolong your tahajjud, Allah will take your message to the whole wide world. Because Allah draws a clear distinction in His kalam. Throughout the kalam of Allah. This we see in Araf. And this we also see in Kahf, Maryam, Taha, Anbiya. This whole set of chapters. The Anbiya alayhi salam For example, let's take a quick example. The Anbiya alayhi salam that I mentioned in Maryam. Surah Taha mentions different Anbiya alayhi It's a continuation. Musa alayhi salam, who is mentioned concisely in Maryam. is detailed in Taha. Hazrat Adam a.s. who is concise in Maryam is detailed in Taha. Surah Anbiya discusses different Anbiya from those who are discussed in Maryam and Taha. So Surah Anbiya is a continuation. But what's the culmination of Anbiya? And this is the same sequence in Araf. Allah discusses the array, the sequence of Anbiya a.s. in amazing sequence. Then there's a culmination, Qul. يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ جميع. The same culmination in Anbiya. Oh my Nabi Wasallam. Every Nabi was sent to his community, his area, his race, his region, his people. Some Anbiya وسلم, were commanded to migrate. Hazrat Ibrahim ﷺ came from Iraq. He was commanded by Allah to go to Khalil, Hebron in Palestine. Hazrat Lut ﷺ was sent by Allah. He comes from Iraq. He was sent to Jordan. Oh, أو محمد After Allah discusses all the Anbiya alayhi wasallam Allah culminates this discussion to tell us who's the best and a clear distinction. وَلَوْ شِئْنَا لَبَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ قَرْيَةٍ نَذِيرًا Allah says, "If we wanted, O oh my Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we would have sent a Nabi to every town like the past. A different Nabi was sent to every town. But Allah wants the whole world to know who is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Not only in dunya, but in akhirah, in Qiyamah as well. In the Hadith of Sahih Bukhari, when all of Allah's creation, the children of Adam alaihis salam, will go to every Nabi of Allah, and every Nabi of Allah will send them to the next Nabi for intercession. That Allah request Allah to start the ceremony of Qiyamah. Why will not they send direct to Muhammadur Rasulullah wasallam? Even qiyamat ke din, Allah wants every ummati of every nabi to know who is Muhammadur Rasulullah wasallam. There's clear distinction in anbiya. O oh my nabi, you are rahma, ma and illa for emphasis. Rahma is masdar, the highest form of emphasis. You are total mercy, complete mercy. The highest form of Allah's mercy is Muhammadur Rasulullah wasallam. Rahma for who? لِلْعَالَمِينَ For the whole wide world. One is Fatiha. Baqarah. When was Baqarah revealed? Our Nabi Wasallam arrives in Medina Munawara. The first chapter to be revealed in Medina Munawara was Baqarah. Who are the community of Medina Manowara? Why I'm saying, why we call this discussion, connect to the quran i We have to want to know, what is my Allah saying? Our ulama throughout Ramadan are standing up after the taraweeh. First we enjoy the recital. Then after the taraweeh, we run away. Hasn't it intrigued us to understand for another 15 minutes? What is my Allah saying? I have to take something home from the message of Allah's kalam. Or I should ask our ulama, which translation of the quran Karim Kareem can I learn? Quranic Karim Kareem is not ambiguous. It's not like the Bible that has been changed umpteen times. It's so beautiful, it's so pure. And we have so many ulama that we interact with and associate with that we should approach and ask, what does this mean? Explain this to me. Al-Baqarah is the first chapter to be revealed in Medina Manawara. Can you imagine there's a lot of ahkam in Al-Baqarah, laws of sharia. Because in Makkah Mukarrama, Rasulullah wasallam was inviting the Meccan society. And they were very similar to the Hindu practices. Idolatry. Imagine every person who came into Makkah, our Nabi, my Nabi, Sallallahu your Nabi, Sallallahu went to them. Before I come to Medina Manawara, I want to mention one incident of two sahaba before they embraced Islam. The first Islam in Medina, remember their names. And how are we going to remember? Go home, tell our wives, tell our children we'll remember. One's name was Rifaa. I'm not going to say the full name so we can remember. Hazrat Anhu, And the other's name was Mu'ad bin Harith. Mu'ad and Anhu. They come to Medina Manawara. Makkah Mukarramah. What was the system in Makkah? Whoever entered Makkah was approached by the mushrikeen. Be careful. There's a man in Makkah. He's a magician. He'll destroy you. His words are so effective. His magic will destroy your community. The same thing happened to Hazrat Tufail. He says, I stuffed cotton wool in my ears. Rifaa and Muad say, we saw this beautiful person. He had such character. We approached him. We said to him, are you Muhammad? Are you the one they all speak of? Allah's Nabi didn't get angry. He smiled and said, Yes, they speak of me. How can I help you? What can I do for you? Allah's Nabi asked them. They said, You know, we're going for pilgrimage. We have these camels of ours. We don't know where to leave it. What can we do? Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Leave it to me. I'll care for your camels in your absence. He was prepared to do favors for everybody. Shukr, many of our Muslims will do favors for non-Muslims also. But we think our da'wah ends there. Allah forgive us. Allah's order in the Quran is to invite them. Not only to treat them with character, but a distinct invitation has to be presented. This is an order of Allah in the Quran. Allah's Nabi showed character. But then he said, Rifa, tell me, I have five questions for you. I want you to answer me honestly. He says, you're welcome. O Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa The first question Allah's Nabi asked him, but politely, you can ask any person, call him into your home for a cup of coffee. Take him into your car, drop him off where he's going and pose these questions to him respectfully. Even if a missionary missionary comes to your door, don't chase him away. Call him in, show him akhlaq, and give the message. Oh, Rifah, tell me. Now these are, they worship idolatry. Tell me, who created the skies? Rifa said, he asked me to speak honestly. So I responded, you know what? Allah created the skies. Not the idols, Allah. Okay, Rifa, tell me the earth. Who created this earth? I responded honestly Allah created this earth Rifa tell me these beautiful mountains that you see in front of you who, man, who created these mountains he says I thought and I pondered not the idols Allah created these mountains ok Rifa tell me you and I who created us and people get touched when you tell them even the Hindu community you know what the same creator By the same creator made you the same creator made me oh they feel so happy that's a start who created us he said, no, the same Allah, one Allah created us. Okay, tell me, Rifa, the idols they worship, who manufactured them? He says, I thought to myself, I said, you know what, O Muhammad we manufactured them. Then Allah's Nabi let me go, but he said, you know what, Rifa'ah, let's, let's do this. this. He who created us, let's show loyalty to him. Let's worship him. What we made, that should show loyalty to us. He says, I left Allah's Nabi sallallahu in my heart was only thinking about what he said. I returned after my circumambulation, my tawaf. My cousin already embraced Islam. I said, I also want to be Muslim. He taught us surah Yusuf. We embraced, we embraced Islam. He taught us surah Iqra, Surah Yusuf. This was in Makkah. Every person who came into Makkah, study Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Every non-Muslim that came into Makkah, your beloved and my beloved went to him. What about Medina Munawwara? We say it was rules, not only rules. Surah Baqarah, detailed discussion of the Jewish community. How the Jews are, the Jews mentality. Even the change of the direction of the tibla, 16 months later in Shaaban, we are in Shaaban. Interestingly, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa visited one sahabi's home, Barabin ma'rur he passed away. The first sahabi to pass away from the people of Medina before hijrah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa visited his family. He was the first sahabi to be buried facing qibla, because his heart was yearning for qibla, despite the command of Allah, was still facing Bayt al-Maqdis. What was the wisdom of facing Bayt maqdis To show the Jewish community, to show Ahlul Kitab, that this Nabi of Allah is for the whole wide world. He's not any different from all the Ambiya A.S. that came, that were from the Jewish ethnicity and nationality, from the offspring of Hazrat Ibrahim A.S. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam arrived in Medina Munumurah. The Jewish community were the prevalent people there. How many times he went to their areas to invite them to Islam? How many times he invited them to his home? Hazrat Abu Bakr went to their region to tell them. Mu'adh bin Jabal r.a used to say, See, you showed us in your books. Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wa is here. Because Surah Baqarah says, They recognize Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa like they recognize their own children. This is the detailed discussion of Baqarah. Chapter 2. This is number 87. Let's remember this. Because we're going to listen to it in the Taraweeh. Revelation 87. So from 87 you see it on your mushaf. The first number on the right is the sequence of the Qur'an that we have. The number next to that is the sequence of revelation. You might say, what's the benefit? There is benefit to know when this chapter was revealed upon our beloved's heart. Isn't that beneficial? We are acquiring an affinity to his seerah. Surah Ali Imran, number 89. So 87 till 114. Suras surahs revealed in Medina Manawara. From 1 up to 86, surahs revealed in Makkah Mukarrama. So 89 is Ali Imran. Who's Ali Imran? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi first letter in Medina was the early Medinan stage. He wrote a letter to the Christians of Najran. Reminding them of his description in Genesis. Genesis is the first chapter of the Bible. And interestingly, this verse is still there. Genesis 17, 21. A clear description where Allah says to Ibrahim a.s. That do not worry. As for your son Ismail, I have answered your prayer. And I will make his nation, his children, a great nation. And they will bear its fruits. So when the letter of Nabi s.a.w. came to the Christians of Najran, they were affected. They said, who's this? This is the Prophet who's prophesized by us. They journeyed to Medina Manawara. Quran reveals Al-Imran. What was the reason for Ali Imran? Just to read and make lot of tilawat? That's part of the responsibility. This was to show the world. Ali Imran is who? Imran was a pious buzrub, pious man who made dua. Allah, give me such a child who will serve your deen. His wife was Hannah. From that union, Allah blessed them with Hazrat Maryam. This was for you and me to tell the whole world, tell every Christian. And sadly today, Christians are becoming atheists. Because there's nobody saving them. There's nobody talking to them. And what they have doesn't make sense. And you and I have no time. To save one one person from Jahannam. Few days ago, I picked up some literature of my brothers. Allah give him Jannatul Firdos. He says there, dear reader, dear reader, Dear brother, if you see a child with paraffin in his hand, he's about to swallow it. Or oh, your neighbor's house is on fire. Your neighbor's house is on fire with him and his children asleep. Or oh, an elderly blind man about to fall into a pit. Do you need someone's permission to go and rescue them? Or is it your natural human instinct and reaction to rush and rescue? He says, there you have your answer. There's no need to study so much of detail to save one-one person from Jahannam. Tell a person. Allah is one. He has no partner. Come, i bring to pray. See how nice you'll feel. The majlis is taking place. Bring that person to sit. Give him a chair. Show him how we make wudu. The little you know, you'll answer him. If Tarawih is going to take place in the month of Ramadan, let him experience this beautiful love of samosa and kajur and zamzam. Let him experience this love. He's searching for Allah. He's yearning for Allah. He's looking for the truth. And you and I... Are holding it to ourselves when our Nabi is told in the Quran, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Every color, every race, every nationality, every region, every person. Wallah, our Nabi did his work. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. To the ultimate. To the optimum. But our neighbors, my neighbor and your neighbor. My employee and your employee. My customer and your customer. Everything else we'll discuss. But to tell him about the beauty of Allah. We're not prepared to tell him. How do we bear it? That he's gonna go to Jahannam forever and ever and it's gonna be worse than paraffin or worse than just the fire that my neighbor has in his home or worse than falling into a pit and we're doing nothing about it. When our Nabi did his duty, whose duty is not fulfilled? It is my duty and your duty. There's no such thing we don't know what to say. We know everything. There's no such thing. They're going to ask us questions that we don't know. We have ulama who are ready to help us. Ready to help us. Let us fulfill our duty. Let's connect to the Quran. Let's love the Quran. And this is the most emphatic injunction in the Quran. To share Islam with the whole wide world. I'm not going to tell you now, knock every non-Muslim's door. But I will plead with you. Start with those who you interact with on a daily basis. Don't delay till tomorrow. Start it today. Tell him. The Allah who made you and made me is the same Allah. One day, come home, come to Him. You'll see the peace. Even if He's filling petrol for you, take five minutes, explain to Him. Allah give us the faith.